And today's topic is how to get emotional freedom in no time. And my guest is Joanna Armstrong. She's an EFT practitioner, and I'm really excited about our conversation. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Annika. We're, we're both Swedish, so we yeah. were saying earlier that there might be a bit of Swinglish happening. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to stick to English for everybody's benefit. <laughs> exactly. So I just want to give uh, a proper introduction to Joanna before we get into this uh, fascinating topic. So Joanna Armstrong is a certified EFT practitioner, and that stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, and a mentor. She has spent 10 years helping her clients get freedom from emotional limitations and help them release cravings, anxiety, phobias, or other deeply unwanted feelings and stuck behaviors. Joanna loves simple and effective solutions for her clients. A few years ago, she began to make contact with an inner voice and a feeling of breathtaking love that filled her with wonderful happiness and joy. The freedom and happiness training, bliss joy, and the channeling of the love book are the results of that experience. And Joanna has a private practice in Stockholm, Sweden. So we're doing this early because it's uh, afternoon where you are, right? <laughs> yeah, it's almost evening here. Yeah, it's almost evening. So yeah, so welcome again. And I'm, I'm really excited about this topic. I first came across EFT, I think it was like in 2003 or something. And I remember printing a big manual and I started doing tapping and things. And then I taught my husband, my kids were too young at the time and we used it for a while, but then it kind of, we kind of just got busy and forgot about it, but I've seen it and I know that it works. So I'm really um, looking forward to learning more about First, I want to hear about your journey, how you became like an EFT pro, because I'm sure that's different from someone who just kind of dabbles on their own. And then we, we'll get into more about e, the power of EFT. So, so what, what's your story? <laughs> what is my story? Um, I, this is my, my second life, if you will, because my first life was um, all about exterior happiness, if you will. So uh, what do I want to do when I grow up? Uh, so I ended up doing graphics. So I worked in the graphic, uh, computer graphic industry, and and I I, uh, I painted on the screen, and I uh, I created designs and logos, and uh, but I still had this voice inside of me, nagging me, if you will, or encouraging me to do something else, and eventually I felt that I needed to do something more meaningful because this external happiness you know buy this buy that uh, go here do this to be happy it, it just wasn't resonating so um, I started as many of us that the people that do alternative kind of treatments we find it for our own sake Mm -hmm. So I started with breath work. I, I trained as a breath work practitioner, but it was very slow. I thought breath work was exciting and, and, and um, a lot of, uh, it was uh, explosive. It was uh, dramatic, but it was, it, it took a while. It took a long time to get the transformation. Mm -hmm. So I, I kept feeling that there must be something better, <laughs> something quicker, something more efficient. 
and uh, so I found EFT online and Gary Craig and and I didn't download the the manual like you did uh, but I got very impressed and signed up for a course in Sweden uh, this this man created his own tapping version um, and I did that first before I did EFT and uh, it was so powerful so powerful and so simple that I just had to do more and I found that it made such a big difference in my life and people's lives that I had to do this I had to share this 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 was my path mm -hmm. and I looked back and this was oh how long have I been doing this 29 20, 2009 I started 12, 12 years yeah yes. that's great and thank you for thank you for sharing your story and I just want to pick up and I'm not sure if everybody heard this but this inner voice that starts kind of nagging us it's often around 40 give or take a few years that that happens and uh and that's normal it's a normal path for women's evolution and you're not crazy it's more like you're crazy if you don't have that and because there's a and you explained it so beautifully that process like we may be focused on the external things before them but then we realize some suddenly there's this desperate need for meaning right and it often means shifting careers it may not always but it often does so so i i love hearing hearing that story and it sounds like you really found your thing and i was reading on your on your website, your Swedish website, since I understand Swedish and and like it sounds like your your clients are very, very happy with, with your work. So so do you want to start just in case people don't know what EFT is, just talk about when it started and just basically the um, foundation of how it can how it works and how it can be so powerful. Yes. It started uh, a few years back around 50 uh, let's say my math in the 70s okay and it it started with um uh kinesiology uh, i would think i think you say in english mm -hmm. and where the body talks to the mind and the body has an effect on the mind and vice versa of course mm -hmm. but before the 70s it wasn't obvious that the mind and body spoke to each other. It sounds okay. silly now, yes. but back then uh, they were separated. You went to the doctor for the, uh, for the body and you went to a shrink, a psychologist, a psychiatrist for the mind mm -hmm. and, and emotions, mind and emotions. Whereas the body and the, the sickness and diseases and, and, and physical health uh, was another department. Uh, whereas here, where kines kinesiology is where you, normally you, you can test it with your finger or you can test it with arm strength and you say, uh, you ask the, the body to give you an answer. Uh, should I eat this vegetable? You, you might be holding the vegetable or by your, by your heart and you ask the question. So you're asking, the universe, the, the cell, memory. Uh, I, I'm not exactly sure who you're asking and how this works. And I, I don't think science really has the answers yet. 
um, metaphysics is is the science that is, is is working on the answers but they found that the body gave you a response mm -hmm. and uh that process was they, they also tapped a little bit on the body and uh so uh, the first systematic um process was actually called um what's called what uh, oh i i just dropped it uh yeah i dropped it it's okay you can we'll have to fill it in yeah. later but there yes. was a very complicated um there was a very complicated method before okay. eft and eft was made to be a self-help method mm. so gary craig uh wanted to create uh something that he could spread to the world because it was so important and so uh, efficient that everyone should be doing this and as you know you can download uh, a manual you can learn to do it on your own and it might work to a certain degree uh, and depending on who you are it can work to a higher or lesser degree if, if you're used to working on yourself it might work better than if you're a novice at working on your own or on yourself and then it will maybe not work so great um, so I, I i say that it's a self-help method to 50 percent so either you can use EFT on your own, emotional freedom techniques, in plural, actually, okay, um, on your own, or if you feel that mm, it's working kind of maybe a bit, go and see someone because don't feel that there's something wrong with a method. Mm -hmm. uh, it might just, in spite of its simplicity, it might, there might be a little tweak that you can't find on your own um, so the actual thing that we're doing there's tapping involved right but what are we tapping on right so the reason i i emphasize that it's emotional freedom techniques mm -hmm. is I that you're clarifying that because i yeah. always thought it was a technique <laughs> exactly it is a technique containing other techniques so okay. yes so the tapping is kind of the visual the the demonstrative the, the the hyped up kind of a um or dramatic thing uh which you see immediately because what you do is you tap on certain acupuncture points okay so it's the meridians is that correct yes or? yes so the the points are chosen are um are the end points that will give you the most effect for the least effort and just in case somebody hasn't heard the word meridian before maybe you want to just explain what what that is it's chinese um the Ch chinese medical uh thought of the chinese think or believe that we have energy fields uh, most people know of the the 
the the veins and the the blood fields the blood stream and the blood mm -hmm. um like arteries and veins and all that so. yes that that's a system that is 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 spread throughout the whole body mm -hmm. but the Chinese believe that there's an energy system similar to the blood vein system and and layout if you will mm. uh, that needs to be flowing properly and it's it's lines basically in the same way that the blood lines run a certain way these mm -hmm. energy lines run a certain way and they need to be running they need to be flowing there needs to be circulation in these lines and um, when you tap uh, you you tap on the end points so you don't have to tap on every single acupuncture point along these meridians along these lines okay so that was important what you just said so it's the same energy um i guess uh lines or i'm looking for another word but it's the same that acupuncture is used but they may go in into the middle of these lines but you would go on the end points okay because i can also visualize when you describe it we've seen these sort of stylized images of the human body and sometimes they draw in the blue and the red arteries and veins and then they may also draw drawing nerves and all that so they would be like another outline of the meridians which are the energy pathways pathways as was the word Pathway. I was looking for <laughs> yes right. and that so that would be it basically goes through the body and just like our nerves need to have connection all through and our blood needs to flow all the way through it's the same thing with the non not visible to the eye but they're i guess in tcm or traditional chinese medicine they were able to discern these energy pathways thousands of years ago right and it was the foundation for acupuncture but then in the 70s, they discovered that you can actually influence this energy flow in other ways. Is, right. that, is that correct? Right. Okay, That's good. That's a good summary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and um, uh, I, I remembered the original system before EFT was called thought field therapy. Okay. I never heard of that. That's interesting. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. So, so and that was very complicated because uh, you would tap and treat the person in a very particular way depending on what the issue was so if you were afraid of dogs you would tap on a certain way mm -hmm. if you had an issue with your neighbor you would tap on another way so it was very very complicated i can see um, that can become very long list if you're going to cover every human condition right exactly. so well it's like a doctor a doctor gives you this pill for this issue and that pill for that issue mm -hmm. and it was that kind of a thought uh pattern that you you have to treat it yeah but but gary craig uh, i think maybe because he was a, a pastor and engineer mm -hmm. so the engineer in him wanted to simplify it and the pastor in him wanted to spread it to the world so <laughs> You know he created this thing but so so basically you tap on these certain points on uh, acupuncture points uh and when you do that you you release um or you you reduce rather your stress level up mm -hmm. to 60 percent so just by tapping and you breathe and you kind of focus 
you reduce your stress. So if you do nothing else, tap and breathe and you start feeling better. Uh, but then of course, if you have an issue that you kind of need to go deeper into, it might not just be stress, although all the issues we have feel like a stress to the body and you might yeah. either feel it uh, uh, cognitively or sometimes it's so ingrained that you don't even understand that you're stressed. But the stress is also always a component. I think that's so important what you said about like the body can only use so many words, right? And stress and pain is like, it, it can be the headaches can have like many, many reasons, right? And the same thing with stress, you can have so many different root causes. Yeah. What you said that we may not even realize we're stressed because what, what's so common these days that we get stuck in this fight or flight mode because we're living lives like the 24, seven, 365 lifestyle but we never really actually bring our, nervous system down to proper rest and digest so people may not, not even realize so which is means once you start paying attention to this it can be a profound shift once you're able to turn that that nervous system being stuck right so in sympathetic which is the same as fight or flight you want to be in parasympathetic which is rest and digest mm. yeah yeah exactly. so so is it the same sequence for everything Exactly. And that's what oh. Gary Craig did. He simplified it and he made sure that, uh, well, again, compared to the thought field process, which was super complicated, mm -hmm. he figured that if you tap on a few points that you don't need to tap on, then so be it. Yes. There are so few points. It's not such a big program. So if you tap on too many points, it, it it's it's irrelevant so to tap on one point too many than one point too few right? exactly so yeah. instead of complicating it let's tap on too many and then there'll be a bonus maybe yes. and according again to the chinese medicine you know why not like it's it, it helps clear something maybe that um you are not working on it might clear something again that maybe is starting to happen or it's subconscious or, or whatnot but it's um anyway the simplification was the point it sounds like this can be a really good just basic self-care mm -hmm. even if you don't feel like you have a big issue but it will keep yeah. things in maintenance is that is that how, can it be used for maintenance as well as more acute issues absolutely and it can be used for people that have a hard time meditating Ah. it's very it's very good because you're doing something the, the the problem with meditation is that you're not doing anything and you're used to doing so much you're used to running lists in your head and you're used to all kinds of stuff so the the, the biggest challenge people have when they start meditation is is that they have a hard time just sitting still mm -hmm. and i would imagine that if you find yourself in that situation and you do the tapping is going to reduce your stress. You said, I think you said up to 60%, right? Yes, exactly. So it would be probably a lot easier to meditate after exactly. doing the tapping. So yeah. it's like a bridge almost, right? So exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's great. But then, so, yeah. Yes. So we tap. Uh, that's one thing. That's one uh, um, kind of protocol. Mm -hmm. um, 
But then uh, we use uh, EMDR, uh, eye movement desensitization, reprogramming. Uh, I always forget what it stands for. Yeah, because I remember the eye rolling. Yes. But I've only heard of EMDR and thought of that as something that came much later. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm not sure about EMDR when, when it came into EFT, but mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they had it when Gary Craig okay. uh, was, was um, well, included it. Mm -hmm. Whereas when thought field uh, therapy uh with th with thought field therapy they might not have used emdr okay i'm actually not sure um uh, yeah i think i think gary craig added it and again that's why it's called emotional freedom techniques i'm starting to see that now and i think i interrupted you were about to say a third one is that correct well, um another one is there's several that are part of the the, the basic eft package mm -hmm. and then of course every practitioner with time because this was you know in the 70s um so with time uh other practices have been included in mm -hmm. in the mix um i usually say that uh they are using the the most delicious raisins from several delicious cakes that's like a swedish expression yes it's instead of just using one cake and taking the raisins from it they're using several cakes, several therapies, and they're take, they're, they're, they've taken the best out of these uh, therapies. There are, are therapies in their own right. Yes. So you mentioned that you did breathwork training before EFT. So as someone who's trained in that, is that something you use in your practice as well? Or? Well, the breathwork is part of EFT as well. Okay. So it's overlap. Uh, yes, exactly. So, so breathing is definitely part of it. Mm -hmm. That's also um, a method in its own right. You can you can heal all kinds of things just by um, choosing how you breathe, and and exhalation is a calming uh, breath. If you inhale, that gives you energy. So if you want to calm down, if you want to relax, if you want to focus, start exhaling. So absolutely, that's part of what we do. It's funny you say that because I've found myself, especially during the last few weeks when I've been busy with this event that I've been like doing these long exhales. Mm, my good. husband thinks I'm sighing. I said, no, I'm just <laughs> exhaling. I just do it, I guess, because I feel like I need to focus and calm myself, right? So it's been like almost instinctual yeah. behavior. So yeah, exactly. So, and uh, what else do we do? We, um, we visualize. So um, we also say things. So that's kind of, um, well, self-fulfilling prophecies, if you will, or uh, self-realization um, uh, sentences. Uh, where we go in and we admit, so there's acceptance therapy mm -hmm. as well. So we admit and accept the issue. So we will say, although I have um, a fear of the neighbor's dog, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. and, and I'd rather 
see the dog in this way. And then you visualize how you want to meet the dog and, and how you want to uh, act and feel the next time you, you know, the dog shows up. Okay, yeah, no, this is, as you're layering these things on, you can see there's so many powerful techniques. Because we yesterday we were talking about affirmations and it sounds like this is a type of affirmation. Yes, except I just want to kind of, uh, um, point to the fact that affirmations are a bit tricky. Mm -hmm. Yes, we learned that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I'll just say yeah, it again. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, like saying that I want this, I want this, and I want this, mm -hmm. but part of you are is feeling no, that's not going to work. That it might work for them, but it's not going to work for me. And if you have a little voice saying that, then it doesn't matter how much you say I want this, I want this, this, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. So that's why we say, although I don't feel so good, mm -hmm. we admit, and again, this is ACT, acceptance therapy. Although I, I feel this, although I'm afraid of this, although I feel silly, goofy, although I'm ashamed of mm -hmm. being, you know, making something wrong or doing something wrong, uh, I'm okay. I'd rather see myself, um, I'd rather meet this person that I was, you know, said something silly to, um, or stepped on their toes. Next time I meet them, I rather meet them. And then there's the visualization and the, um, the affirmation, if you will. Yeah, it sounds like the although is a way to make sure that our subconscious is playing along, right? So it doesn't go, no, that's not true. Exactly. We're not going to do that. So yeah, exactly. And then there's the uh, you, you uh, put a light to the fact that the words are important. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. word choices, I, I don't know if that's a therapy in itself, but um, if you start feeling that, no, that does not resonate, then no, you can't say that. You can't visualize that. As soon as you feel some sort of discomfort about, well, then you can't, um, it, you're not ready to meet the person that you, that who, who you stepped on their toes. You might have to, um, uh, although I stepped on their toes, uh, I'm okay. And I'd rather send them a, 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 an SMS. Oh yeah, that feels good. I can do, I can send mm -hmm. an, an SMS. So then you um, picture that and you train that. It's okay. I'll, I'll be okay. I can, or send them a letter or, or, you know, uh, today, I guess a text message yeah. or an email. Yeah. And to go back to how we started and, and how I don't see this as being a, a, a self-help method to a hundred percent, but just to 50 is exactly for these reasons. Cause uh, people yeah. might not understand that, oh, this is a resistance. No, this is not right. I need to find a way around it. I need to find something that works for me and that I can um, accept and uh, use a hundred percent. No, it sounds like it's really important that you're, like you get the buy-in from your subconscious, but then that you're also able to, in your conscious mind, visualize what you want and hold that image otherwise if that's too far from your from where you are to where you want to be you have to kind of 
dial it back a little bit, then maybe it's a baby step thing, right? So yeah, and being aware of where you are, right? Yeah. And nowadays, speaking of the modern um, methods that are added into the EFT pot, the, there's something called EFT matrix now. Oh. So that is more the metaphysical uh, inclusion of things because nowadays uh, we used to not even understand that, like I mentioned, that the body and mind talk to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, but now we're starting to understand that there's something else around us, something metaphysical, something, uh, a feeling, a, a, a spirit, a who knows, there's no evidence yet. But um, that is being included in EFT matrix. So you envision and sense and feel yourself as a, a younger child or your mother, you sense your mother's energy, or maybe you uh, are aware of previous lives. So then you can go into previous lives and heal your whatever's going on in this life. Oh, that's so, fascinating. I had no idea about that. And it makes so much sense if we're thinking about, you know, the evolution. And I think in the last 50, 70 years, it's like there's been this, we've been forced because of where we are as a collective humanity. We've been forced to turn on all these senses that are, you know, super senses, like beyond the regular five senses. And it seems like the EFT and how it has evolved is mirroring that, right? First it added the mind and now it's adding all this other meta the metaphysical components. So yeah. it makes so much sense. And yeah, is that something you are using in, in your practice? Yeah. Cause it's, um, and that is probably part of what's happened to me. I was just Perfect. gonna say, I see the connection <laughs> with your love thing there. Yeah, I just. Exactly, exactly. cause, um, when I had children or when I started having children, I have two sons. And uh, when I was pregnant, I started having these extra terrestrial, no, extra sensory, extra perceptional, extra, well, metaphysical experiences. Yeah. And uh, I started, you know, getting interested in that. And yes, so on my personal private journey, um, I've, understood a lot of amazing things and been connected and I'm, I'm like having some talks with someone something and I think it's fascinating um, and so I definitely understand the matrix EFT matrix edition because mm -hmm. it makes perfect sense because there's so many people that also understand it and feel something and you know we're all, all on different levels of of evolution self-evolution and, and and global evolution and we have a role and it, it it's just fascinating and, and we can talk for hours about this but yes, <laughs> uh, yes. so that's my personal kind of uh road to to understanding how important it is so yeah, it, I, I mean i work very um uh finger top chancellor what's that in english um uh, i kind of try to sense and, and see yeah, what the person needs it's yeah very, like for each person you're able to discern what they need like because you you're able to tune in i guess exactly. to what that person needs yeah right yeah so 
depending what issue they have and where they are, I can like, you know, use this or that or mention something or maybe even open them up to a new possibility or, or whatnot. Uh, but um, some people have even come to me with past life issues mm-hmm. and I wasn't advertising that, but they, well, they, they kind of were sent to me, I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And very um, interesting. yes, very interesting. And I can also imagine that it seems like there's a path. Somebody may come to you for, because in a moment, I want to talk about like the uh, things like the anxiety and the fears and all those things that may send someone to you to start with. But then mm-hmm. as you start working with them, it's like it's a, a tool that allows them to speed up their evolution, right? And then maybe start using the matrix. And and I'm just curious, when you incorporate the matrix, is that another phrase you're using that you design specifically for the issue, like an additional phrase? Or what does it look like in, in the practice? Um, well, again, I kind of sense where the person is. And because mm-hmm. and c- when I meet a person, you know, they tell me what's going on and where they are and, and what they've done before, what they've tried before. Uh, so, so I get an idea of, well, roughly where they are. Uh, and then, um, let's see, like if someone comes for uh, like a, a simple thing, having a sweet tooth, mm-hmm. uh, eating too much sugar and they can't stop, uh, that might not necessarily be uh, something where the matrix comes in. You, you might not need the matrix. You might just need to visualize yourself home alone, being single or divorced or having trouble and you're sitting in front of the, the telly and you're bored. So instead of fixing the boredom uh, by doing something good for you, you, you are trying to fix the boredom the easiest way you know how to. And sugar, unfortunately, is an upper and it's easy and pleasant and that forbidden fruit that too many people for again for ease sake use whereas they would probably feel even better if they took a walk or called a friend or mm-hmm. um, so they're in a down, downward spiral um, but if someone uh, but uh, sometimes the person has a sweet tooth because uh, their uh, darling grandmother died and she was the person in their life that supported the person mm-hmm. and no one else supported the person. So it's a huge trigger and huge sorrow. And that might be a case where the, the matrix comes in. Okay. We might start talking about uh, the, the, the grandmother uh, her uh, worldly life, how she was and how they interacted, the client and the grandmother. Uh, and then we might start discussing where is she now, for example? What would she want to tell you now? Uh, what, how do you envision her on the other side? And all kinds of like otherworldly or, or um, spiritual. I know this is next week, but... No, <laughs> Kind of part of, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's kind of um, 
you um yeah that would be a way that that might be brought in with such a simple thing as you know having difficulty uh saying no to to sweets mm. yeah because they may because there's stronger emotions and they can handle when when the grief of the loss so it's a way to kind of get those emotions to a bearable point yeah but it, they're not going to go away unless you kind of open that door and through the matrix process which sounds like it's a it's a communication it's like a conversation with yourself or with your higher self exactly. to find peace is that correct with yeah. and also and also maybe get that feeling of yeah. grandma being here yes like, it's not lost exactly she yes. is in body she's not here but mm -hmm. i can feel her spirit i can sense her so mm -hmm. that is a way that i might you know suggest that you know uh feel it try it see if you uh are ready for it um you know um and again it's it, it's very tailored to the person and then whether they're open for it but i, I can kind of tell you know yeah. the way yeah in the words and their attitude about these things okay so you basically add another phrase or a few more words to the uh the uh part that you say when you do the yeah. tapping sequence well, well first of all um those those phrases mm -hmm. they are oh uh, they're kind of um they're, they're the first step in learning the method yes i remember that's like a fill in the blank kind of sentence right but as you're working deeper you don't have to keep saying things you don't have to like uh like rattle off all these sentences all the time okay so it's almost as if the deeper you go the less you do that those sentences because mm -hmm. then you go over and you do this the the um this other thing which is we haven't mentioned it yet which is um cellular memory transformation mm. so we put our feelings and memories into our cells and yeah. cellular biologists are talking about that each little cell has like a little brain in it a little memory cell like we um i mean if you see someone um get punched in the arm on tv for some reason you might remember and actually almost feel it because you also got punched by that horrible kid in daycare or primary school or or something so you can like you have a memory of it mm -hmm. uh, and all our feelings we, we we store things in the body as well yes. so you see a horror movie and you, you like shrivel up inside and your your stomach gets uh, tighter and you <gasps> you don't breathe any longer like your breathing slows down almost stops and uh so that memory, uh, the feeling in the body gets activated when you think of something. Mm -hmm. So we practice the feeling. We practice feeling the tightness, the, um, or rather we, we're, we're desensitizing it, like we're practice desensitizing it. It's like not it. yeah. such a dangerous thing. It's not so bad to feel the tightness. 
it's not dangerous that you're not breathing. You won't like die. It's not, um, um, it's not lethal. Mm-hmm. It feels awkward. It feels awful. Um, but it's not dangerous. It feels dangerous, but it's actually not. So we're practicing the feeling. So, so think of grandma, think of uh, the fact that she's died, she's not here. How does that feel in your body? I get a cramp, my stomach hurts, my back might hurt, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're breathing through it. We're connecting with the feeling. We're accepting the feeling. So we're back to acceptance therapy. Mm-hmm. And then it's not such a big deal. And then it's okay. And oh, look, I don't feel so bad thinking of grandma because now the thought isn't triggering the feeling in the body. And so, so we do a whole bunch of things uh, intermixed. We tap, we use the eye motions, we, we feel, we visualize. So it's, it's, a, it's a natural kind of intermixed uh, process that one thing goes into the next and um, and then maybe the last thing let's see what time do we have yes the last thing I can mention is uh, the last method I can mention is that we also uh, do uh, interference mm. I don't know if that's a therapy in itself either but uh, when you are stuck you're, you're basically self-hypnotized you could say oh that person that neighbor is so horrible that neighbor is so horrible oh that every time you see that neighbor oh every time you think of the neighbor oh he's so horrible she's so horrible so it's it's a self-hypnosis so um what we do is we change the pathways of thinking to go in a different direction well, maybe they have a reason for uh, being that way. Maybe they've had a bad day and that's why they're so bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are sick and have an illness and that's why they're so bad. And so spiky and, and, and not nice to me. Maybe I remind them of a person that they grew up and being bullied by. It could be all kinds of reasons. So you open up to realize that Maybe it's not about me at all. I, li- I like what you're saying because it sounds like you want to stop yourself from being judgmental, right? So, because when we're judging, we're putting ourselves in the center, whether we realize it or not, right? Then we think it's all about, about it. But then we realize you see the other person as a human being and not as an obstruction for you or something. So that's, that's very powerful. And I just want to go back to your cellular memory. And because and, that was very powerful how we're able to uh, desensitize ourselves to things that otherwise may become avoidance behaviors, right? So we, we go around, we don't, we want to avoid it. We may end up doing things that are harmful to us because we don't want to go there, mm. whether it's an emotion or it's something we're avoiding that could limit our ability to move around in the world, right? So that can be, uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and our body can't really tell if something is happening for real because you said about when you see a scary movie, it feels real because we get scared, our heart rate goes up yep. and for good and bad, right? But because of that, we're also able to reprogram the response, right? Sorry. And the reason that EFT can help and, and does help 
so many issues mm-hmm. for you know fear of dogs uh, anxiety post-traumatic stress disorder uh, being hurt being um, we're not allowed to heal bo- the body but you can actually get healing physical healing as well mm-hmm. um, and the reason it's so uh, good for so many things is because the main basic component that is the same for all of these things is that the feeling you're feeling is what you don't want you don't want the feeling of being afraid you don't want the feeling of being angry you don't want the feeling of being uh, having sorrow Uh, so it's really a feeling thing in the bottom Mm -hmm. that's why uh, when we do these changes um, and, and, but the interference therapy or process is that we might clap, we might count, we might do things so that, or, or it would look like this. You're in the process, we're talking and you might uh, be thinking about your grandma and all of a sudden I'll tell you to clap and your brain gets confused. When your brain is confused, it, it wants an answer. It's, it's like really, really eager to find some sort of um, calm or, or truth, like stability or, um, yeah. And so it's, it's, it's looking for the first best uh, answer you can give it. So after you've clapped, you quickly go over to visualizing something you would rather have, for mm-hmm. example. So it sounds like you, as soon as you catch yourself consciously doing some and behavior you want to interrupt, it's like, it's like an interrupt, right? When you clap and that's an opportunity then you think ahead. So you have, you know, ahead of time what you want to visualize so you can do it really quicker. Well, um, or is it like you figured out on the spot? You want to uh, program yourself basically with something better. Yes. With a better thought, with a better picture, with a better... Um, uh, a nicer truth, like a, a not just nicer, but truer truth, because your feelings and your 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 um, your troubles are usually not the truth. I love that you say that because it's something we it's a story we've made up, right? It may have parts of what the truth, exactly, and and like this same event have very recounted very differently from different people because everybody reacts and there's so much that's subjective in our experience of something so and we can tweak that that that's very powerful yeah because the person that is sitting at home eating candy uh or or feeling the loss starts feeling lonely there's no one else no one loves me i don't have any Mm -hmm. friends i have no more support not true it becomes a narrative, right? So yeah. people in the world, pick one, go and find a new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, go and, you know, start turning stones, start uh, remembering the people that you might have not called in a while or so it's not the truth. Usually the thing that you're worried about or that is having you to feel really bad about something. Yeah. This is such a powerful, and I love how there's so many layers to it. It's so much more complex than I yeah, 
<laughs> ever realized. And but how long does it take? Because I know you talk about it in your bio too, like people often come for anxiety, phobias, and things. How long does it take for a person to often resolve something? On average, when you have a phobia, mm -hmm. uh, four or five sessions. And then there's homework, I imagine, right? So yeah, you get some homework if you want. But if you're too stressed, there's no homework because mm -hmm. it shouldn't add to your issues. Uh, some people are done in one session. Some people need six and a half. So, you know, it varies. Um, but most people, 90% yeah. feel better within the first minutes. Just starting this process, just, just even um, admitting that this is what I'm struggling with. Uh, and that's the acceptance therapy again. Just, just, just admitting to yourself that, shucks, I'm not really good at this. I, I made a boo-boo there. I, I, I should have, I, I could be better. I could, you know, like admitting your weaknesses and, and um, um, to making the decision to do something about it shifts things immediately you, you you start like things are happening releasing uh so in in 10 minutes uh people can start feeling better and start shifting out of what they've been struggling with for years years and it holds so does it come back you need maintenance or well it depends on what it is mm -hmm. so Again, uh, if you do it on your own, it might not hold as well as when you do it with a professional. Um, if you, uh, you might get to a certain level. Oh, oh, great. Now it feels better. Mm -hmm. It's not good. It just feels better. Mm -hmm. so you might need to tap some more to, to really feel good about mm -hmm. something. Uh, so it's hard to say, uh, depending on who's doing it and all of that. Um, but generally, the, the average need is four to five sessions. And how long is the session? Um, personally, I meet with a person for 90 minutes first, just to like have a little extra time in the beginning. And then we'll meet for 50 minute sessions. And we talk, we, uh, we, we look at what's happened, what's left to do, uh, what did you realize, you know? Mm -hmm. all that, yeah. Yeah. But if, if someone you do it at home, how long would it take to do the whole tapping sequence? If you did it yourself? Yeah, how long would it take? How much? The people say, I don't have time yeah. for this, but it doesn't take that long, right? Five, 10 minutes. Yeah. If, if you do it as a self, um, self-help kind mm -hmm. of a practice. And I have a free guided tapping that, you know, your viewers or, or you know, the people watching this um, get to to um, join in on mm -hmm. yeah that's uh, Joanna's gift in the giveaway just have it, and it's called get emotional relief on the spot <laughs> that's aptly named so yeah t tell us about that and what they get when they sign up for your gift yes they they I I guide them it's like um, you know you follow my directions and it's set up in such a way it's an open the, the wording we, we said those sentences uh, mm -hmm. are set up in such a way they're open open phrases so you can kind of fill in your uh, issue. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so that would look kind of like, um, although I feel like this and now this 
well, whatever it is that you're feeling, I'm okay. Uh, although this is uh, not feeling great, again, this, I would rather feel like that. And then you just fill in whatever it is that you are having an issue with. Mm -hmm. And it's remarkable. It's so, I mean, I've been doing this for, for uh, 12 years and I, I still get amazed that it works online in their recording, you know, like, like months after I've recorded the things, people can get help. And it's, it's just really, really amazing. Yeah, so that answers sort of my next question. So you don't have to go see you in your practice in Stockholm to get help from you. People can work with you online. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I see people online, kind of like we're interacting right now. I'll, I yes. would interact with a client and, uh, and, and be you know, more specific about something. So, so typically what happens is that a person starts feeling better mm -hmm. then they might not get enough or go deep enough or, mm -hmm. or understand themselves enough. So, so something is still missing. They take, you know, we, we meet up like this and I can uh, target their issue much better and, and do specific, give them specific homework if they want homework or uh, work with their targeted, uh, detailed um, areas that need addressing. Yeah, no, that's fascinating. You said you can make a recording for somebody that they targeted to their need that they can watch whenever they feel like they need a booster. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So instead of the general one that they can start with, that anyone can start with, um, they will get the words that they react to, that they um, that mean something to them, that are loaded, if you will. So again, even the words we desensitize uh, so a lot of people can't say uh, I love myself for example mm -hmm. uh, no I don't wait do I do I that's loaded uh, uh, I'm okay tends to work for most people or mm -hmm. sometimes that's not even uh, okay sometimes that's too 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 much of an issue I'm not okay I don't feel okay with myself okay uh, then we go to well, I'm looking forward, or that might be too strong. I'm hoping to see a change in myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So words are, are um, important. So you have to meet the person where they are. So it's true yeah. for them where they are at that moment. Exactly. To kind of get attraction for the rest of the treatment to, to work. Exactly. To get and that yeah. subconscious playing along, right? So. Right. And again, that is why some of these uh, follow-alongs mm -hmm. don't always work mm -hmm. because the person can't accept uh, yeah. that they're okay even. Yeah. So, um, so, so don't dis disregard the, the method. Um, contact the practitioner to, to kind of get to the core of things where you're stuck and then, then you can maybe work on your own if you want. But, yeah, but, no, I think this, this has been so helpful and I've learned so much that I had no idea because I, <laughs> I, I, because I, I did this like so long ago and uh, it was such a, I guess, superficial way of doing it. So I'm definitely going to go back because I, I have a, I have a fear of snakes and I think I'm going to work on that. <laughs> 
Because it's actually holding me back sometimes. I don't want to go for walks in the wood in the woods. So I, I keep thinking about it. Could it be a snake here? You know, it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be a good good one to to work on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And do you have any uh, final words? And while you sh share that, I just want to see if we have any questions. We've had some delay with Facebook. I'm just going to refresh the page while you share some some final words or of advice or yes. Uh, final words of advice don't don't let yourself um don't accept not feeling good don't don't just like feel okay uh and, and now i'm actually going into my 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 blissy joy love uh training mm -hmm. yes do share love is such a huge powerful it can move mountains and it sounds a bit cliche but uh, a love uh, uh, don't don't settle for an okay life yeah do something find someone um, uh, uh, join someone that can lift you and and give you uh, a, a wonderful life maybe not perfect I mean perfection what's that but a, a yeah, wonderful real, life right so 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 even even happy people have days that aren't so sunny but they their non-sunny days are on a on a much more elevated and lighter and easier to to live with place mm -hmm. than when you don't have this training and when you don't allow yourself um you know happiness and love so so don't settle i love that that's a really good way to end so thank <laughs> you again for being here and yeah, I hope everyone checks out your your gift, get emotional relief on the spot in the giveaway. And uh, and yeah, thank you so much. I know I'm I'm gonna dig into this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank, thank you, you for having me and for Bye. doing this. Bye.